Welcome back to another edition of the PagCast. I'm your host, Michael Pagani, joined alongside Windsor Spitfires goalie, Xavier Medina. Xavier, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good as I can be during uh, these unfortunate times. You know, uh, lots of people have turned towards Netflix uh, to kind of uh, use their time uh, during this downtime. What have you been doing during quarantine? Uh, I've been fishing and golfing and uh, playing a lot of video games with friends and family. And have you been watching any sports that have returned? Uh, no, I haven't. I've, I've seen highlights of golf on, uh, on Instagram and everything, but that's just about it. I kind of keep track of like, the NBA, see what's going on, and then uh, football and see like, what's going on in there. Too. Are you a big, uh, foot, uh, big NBA and NFL fan? Uh, not really, but I like, I like to watch like, uh, greatness. I like to watch like, uh, Patrick Mahomes. I like to watch LeBron James, Steph Curry, players that are role models as little kids and just see what I can pick up from them and their work habits and everything. Their, or Mahomes' contract is just insane. I know. I saw the breakdown of it, and I wish I could have that half a billion uh, dollar contract. Yeah, I know, man. I'm pretty sure everyone would wish that. <laughs> I know. Unbelievable. It's well-deserved. I mean, he's only 24. He's got an MVP, Super Bowl. What else do you want from him? One of the greatest athletes in football, you know, one of the rising stars of this game a lot of people are going to gravitate towards. I know. I think, I think once Tom Brady uh, retires, I think, I think all eyes are on him. I think yeah. Lamar Jackson and, uh, and Patrick Mahomes will take over the league. It will be a nice uh, – it's going to be a nice rivalry when we see Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, like you mentioned, in the playoffs. I know it's, it's going to be unreal, but I, hopefully uh, everything's normal back in time. Maybe I can fly out there and see a game or something. Who, let's get into your story a bit here. Uh, who influenced you to start hockey? Uh, so growing up in Michigan, around when I was born, the Red Wings were winning Stanley Cups, so hockey was kind of around me at all times. So uh, dad played a little bit, like beer league hockey, and I kind of found, found love after that. And that's how I really fell in love with the sport. Would, uh, was there a player growing up who you wanted to model your game after? Uh, favorite goalie was Chris Osgood growing up. That's why we were the number 30, just for him. Yeah, and he was quite a good goalie for the Red Wings back in the day. <laughs> I know. I, know I, I, I got to uh, – I used to play for Chris Draper, so I, I, I fortunately got to meet Chris Osgood. He's, he's a very nice guy off the ice, and I have nothing but good things to say about him. Well, yeah, I mean, I would hope that he was a, he's a great guy because, you know, he has the accolade to go with that. I know. It's, it's unbelievable how down to earth he is. So, very fortunate to meet him. Would you be able to speak upon your road to where you are today? Like some of the successes you've had? What are some of the challenges you faced? Um, so uh, growing up, I used to play two years ahead of my age. And then they, everyone started kind of hitting puberty. And then I got kind of got like left behind. Like, you know, I'm two years younger than everyone. So uh, we went back down to my age. Uh, I won two, two state championships with the uh, Little Caesars. And then I, I got hurt. I moved the belt tire, hurt my shoulder. I was out for six, four or six months. And then I, I came back um, next season and I won. Um, during my draft year, I won my state championship. And then I, uh, I got drafted by wins in the third round, fortunately. And um, signed the contract later, a year later. And what are some of your fondest memories uh, growing up as a hockey player? Uh, my favorite memory is probably the, uh, the brick, the tournament, the brick. And... Um, Pee Wee Quebec tournament. I did that. I was fortunate enough to do that twice. And with the brick, that's a pretty high-profile tournament, right? Yes, it, it is. I uh, my team lost in the finals to uh, I, I can't remember the team, but we lost in the finals for nothing. 
And like you mentioned, you were a Red Wings fan. Uh, have you stayed a Red Wings fan throughout your uh, whole career? Or have you kind of switched teams? Uh, kind of switched teams to Toronto. Uh, Austin Matthews is my, my favorite hockey player to watch. And so I, I like watching him play in Toronto play. So that, that's probably a, my favorite. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Okay, I just wanted to mention that he is like such an elite player. And like he can switch the game on a dime. And it's it's his shot is actually unreal. It's his release is unreal as a goalie. Just it's just something you don't want to have to face during a game. Because he like his release, he hides the puck three quarters of the way through, <laughs> so you don't even know if he's gonna pass it. You don't know if he's gonna shoot it. You know? Yeah, it's just right at there. Boom. Yeah, and then you have to be ready for it. <laughs> yes. Like you mentioned, you were drafted in the third round. What did that mean for you with all the hard work you've put in? Um, it was actually so so. Uh, during the American side, uh, you're, you're still during nationals during the draft. So, uh, so I got a got a phone call from Windsor saying they're gonna pick me up that morning. So, you know, during the day, I'm I'm so anxious. I'm watching the draft, and um, I get a phone call. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say what team I got the phone call from, but my agent's like, "Don't answer the phone call. Like they're gonna draft you. Like if you don't answer it, they're not gonna draft you." So I didn't answer. In the next pick, Windsor was able to pick me, so I got fortunate with that. But it it, it meant a lot because uh. It's, it's tough getting drafted early as a goalie and then as an American too. So it was kind of an honor to be drafted that high. And uh, I know me and my tel- teammates, we celebrated during warm-ups and everything. And then we ended up winning our game uh, 5-4 in a shootout. That's great news that you – so that was your first game, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That was, my, uh, that was my first game after being drafted. It, was kinda, it kind of was like a, a relief. Like you don't got to worry about it anymore. You can just focus on your game and see how everything plays out. And like you uh, said, that as you, uh, I just want to elaborate here, you did come in this year as a rookie with your goalie partner playing uh, two seasons, uh, Kari uh, Pironen. Did you take any tips from his game and add it to yours? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. He, he helped me a lot during the year, you know, if I had any questions or if I was unconcerned about anything, he would, he would talk to me, help me, you know. But me and him, we, we kind of we built a friendship off the ice too, and I think that's that's what best, you know. You're, you're competing for the net, but you also you also to be a friend. You're the one that only understands what he's going through, like if it's a bad goal or if a good goal, you know. So, I don't know, he, he helped me a lot, and uh, it's kind of unfortunate that he signed back in Finland, but that's all right. Well, that should give you the majority of the net then, right? Yeah, it should be. Hopefully, we got to see uh, when the season's going to start and how training camp goes. And Windsor has uh, groomed many NHL players. The immediate uh, name comes to mind is Taylor Hall, but they've also groomed Ryan Ellis and Adam Henrique. What does it mean for you to be a part of that group? Uh, I think it's a phenomenal organization. I have nothing but good things to say about the organization. They've treated me well, my family well, and everything. So uh, to be part of this organization, it's, it's, it's a blessing. Would you be able to take me through your first OHL game? Yeah, so my first OHL game was in Hamilton on the road. Um, uh, I remember I had to unpack the bus, you know, I got goosebumps. I was in warm-ups, and, like, it was kind of hard to focus because, you know, it's big, big arena. So you're just looking all around, just, like, thinking, wow, like, this is my first OHL game. And we ended up winning 2-1, to one, and um, – I gave up the last – I had a shutout for the first two periods, and I gave up a goal with, like, uh, I just want to say, like, a minute, 20 seconds left. I gave up a goal. So I was about that far from a shutout. But most importantly, I got my first OHL win. Did anyone say shutout in the second intermission leading up to the third period? No. See, like, during the intermission, like, no one really said anything. I, like, I, I really don't I, – I don't think they knew what the score was. It was 2 nothing. But in my, in my head, I, I was uh, – 
was I was nervous. I was like, this could be my first game, first win. Like, get it all out of the way the first game. But, no, it was very unfortunate. It bounced off a teammate and went in, but we still won. So I was still very happy to win my first OHL game. Do you still have that puck with you? I do. It's at my house on my dresser. And was uh, it at that? Oh, sorry. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Okay, okay. I, I, I'm sorry for cutting you off. No, you're fine. Uh, was it at that time where it became like your first like welcome to the OHL moment where you actually had to like settle in and, you know, kind of get rid of the nerves? Yeah, it was, it was very, very first game. You know, uh, I think, I think Kari got to play three games before mine and we were on a back-to-back road trip. So, uh, I got I got my first game in Hamilton, and one one of my best friends that uh, we we grew up playing on the same team team, team together, so he played on Hamilton too. So it was, it was kind of it was fun playing against him, and you know we we talked after, and uh, and it was super excited for me, and because he here he came in his 16 year old year, so he knew what the league was all about and how tough it was to win on the road and everything. So he congratulated me, and we took pictures and everything. Well, that's being that's what it is. Being a great friend. Uh, did you ever uh, trip him at all, saying that you robbed him with a uh, with your leather? <laughs> no, no. Uh, there's actually a cool picture of me uh, with a pad save against him. I know. Uh, I sometimes mess with him and text him to him and say, "Do you remember this?" And we get a couple jokes out of it. But uh, no, he's he's a really good kid, so I don't mess with him too bad. This season, you went 17 and 11 and 0, posting a 3.46 goals against average and an 8.86 save percentage. <laughs> Do you think having uh, this year uh, under your belt will, uh, or having another year, uh, you know, boost those numbers? Uh, 100%. You know, I think uh, I didn't start the year off very well, but I, I finished it very strong. So I think, uh, I think, not saying our team was bad last year, but I think we're supposed to have a better team, better team in front of me. So I, I definitely think those numbers will be going up. And what's going to be most memorable from for you from this season? Uh, this season, I, you know, I, I actually hope we get to play, you know, the you grow up, you work so hard to play and just for kind of is unfortunate, but we can't do anything about it, about the virus and everything. But uh, I think my, my end goal here is just to try to bring Windsor a Memorial Cup, at least get them out of the first round. I think we've, we, I think we have like 11 years out where we haven't got it out of the first round. So I, I want to be the goalie to break that streak. How did you find out the season was going to be canceled? Um, so they, they brought us in, we had a game and then, we're texting guys on Saginaw and they haven't left yet and it was about an hour to puck drop and so they brought us in um they, they told us to pack our bags that we're going home for a week and then while we're home for a week they told us it's going to be months and then after the months they're just yeah they just canceled the season so it was very unfortunate to hear but I mean we got to go back home to family spend time you know we were safe so you can't really complain about that I think it's it was him a... no go, go ahead. ahead go ahead I said I thought I think it was handled very well I mean it was, it was, they slowly told us that it was going to end. They didn't just tell us right there and then it was done. It is a terrible way to end off your rookie season because obviously you uh, wanted to make the playoffs, you know, and possibly go to the Mem Cup. Yeah, we know we're supposed to play Flint in the first round and we've been having very good games against Flint. So it's kind of a, kind of a heartbreak. You don't get to play your first playoffs round, but, you know, it, it's, I guess it's part of life and I guess we get to go again at it next year. What's a typical game day for you? Uh, so I like to, so on school days, you know, I'd, I'd go to school, I'd go home and take a nap and then I'd wake up and eat my, my, my uh, I used to have uh, chicken and I mean, I used to have butter noodles, but then when I didn't have school, I'd sleep in, go in, get my morning stretch, get a little workout in, I'd go home, play video games for about an hour max and then take, take about an hour, two hour nap and then wake up, take a shower. I always got to take a shower, eat my butter noodles and go to the ring. 
and I got to tape my stick before every game. Does the tape job matter? Cause, uh, or does the tape color matter, I should say? Uh, I always go white. Um, I don't know why. I think and I have a white stick, so black wouldn't really look good. And then um, I'm very picky. If I don't have a good tape job, I won't play very well because I, I feel, I feel you, you play as well as you look, right? You got to look good to have confidence. So if I, my tape job's looking nice, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have confidence out there, and that's what you need to be a goalie. How do you stay busy during the off season? Um, so normally I'd, I'd be working out every day and skating three or four times a week, but skating ice is hard, but we find a place I can skate about two, two, three times a week. And then my, I'm, I'm back in Windsor, so I'm going to be working out at our facility. So it's, it's working out should be easy. I have a, my, my personal trainers there, so it, it should be good coming back. And I just want to rewind a, a bit here. Uh, you say you play video games for your pregame routine. Do you ever play those with uh, your teammates? No, uh, no. Sometimes, sometimes I do, depending on the, what, like who we play and what the night's looking like. Sometimes I play with Igor. Some, uh, sometimes I play with Joe Rapulio. It depends. We'll just play a couple games of COD. You know, get our minds off the game. You know, stay relaxed. You're not so tense about it. And then uh, that's really about it. What has been the toughest challenge for you uh, being a rookie this season? Uh, probably for me, it was probably uh, everything just that hit you so fast. You know, you got to go to school, and then you got to go practice, and then you got to go to workout. And, you know, you're just so exhausted after every day. But after the first month, your, your body kind of gets used to it. So then it's, it's not that hard after that. Were there any challenges uh, balancing school and hockey? Uh, no. So our, our school is very, very good at our hockey schedule, like they understand our hockey schedule. So like, if you know you have a project coming up, they'll be like, oh, you don't, you guys, they, they would bring you aside and like, if we know the road trip's coming up, like you can turn it in either early or we'll let you turn it in like a day or two late, just depending on how big the project was. And like you mentioned earlier, you were going to play Flint in this year's playoffs. Uh, would the playoffs have switched your mindset at all? Uh, yeah, I think, um, I think you you miss a little more school because you, you, you're staying in Flint for two or three days. So you miss a little more school. And so you really get to focus on hockey. And, uh, like, teachers know once the playoffs comes, uh, they'll, they'll give you your work early or they'll let you turn it in late. So um, so it was it, it would have been very, very fun to play in the playoffs. You really just focus on hockey. And if we're fortunate enough to make the Memorial Cup, I know I think you fly out there and you, you, you don't got to go to school or anything. Jean-Luc Foudy played in the top prospects game, is obviously a top prospect for this year's 2020 NHL entry draft. Uh, being a goalie, how hard is his shot to save? Uh, <laughs> funny enough, he doesn't really have a hard shot. It's a very, very accurate, though. And uh, he's a very good passer, too. His, he has unbelievable speed. I think he's probably one of the fastest kids in the draft. I think he'll be one of the fastest kids in the NHL if he ever gets to make it up there. And would you say there is there a specific team that was really hard to play against this year? Um, I'd say Owen Sound was tough to play against, and um, probably Owen Sound and maybe London. London's always very good. So much NHL superstar power. So, and would you say that their buildings are packed to the brim? Because I know the bud is always packed. Oh yeah, it's like it's like playing an NHL game, just looking around you. And seeing uh, everyone there, excited to see watch a game, and then Owen Sound, I, the rink's so small, and it's, it feels like everyone's on top of you. You can you can hear someone eating popcorn, so that's always a tough building to play in. What are some qualities of your game that you do like, and how do you keep those qualities consistent? Uh, so, uh, 
my patience. Uh, me and my goalie coach were working on my patience, and I think uh, it's just it, it just comes with playing the game. You know, if you really work on it in practice, it's going to translate in the game. So that's what we're really trying to do: is slow down my game and be, let let the shooters make the first move, so we can react to it. And um, like we were we were working on it today, it's like watching the little things. We watch film and go over film and see what we see, and we talk about it. Would you ever watch highlights of NHL goalies and take tips from those highlights? A hundred percent. You know, we'd find goalies that like, so like I'm an athletic goalie. So we'll find goalies that kind of play athletic and we'll see what they do and what my body's capable of do. Like we'll watch Vezlesky. Like I can't pull out the full splits like him, but as athletic he is and what he can get away with is what we kind of watch and see how we can, what we can take from his game. He's an insane goalie, man. Like, <laughs> holy. And he, he's a different breed, but he, he's very, very good. And what would you say are some qualities of your game that you could work on, and how do you go on improving those? Uh, so I, I think I really need to work on my consistency. Like, and, uh, I think my, my confidence. Sometimes, you know, I, I give up a goal, and I think it's my fault. Then it's in my head for the next the next few plays where I just need to let it go and just go out and play. and let, I can't control everything. The CHO does a tremendous job of the teddy bear toss games. Have you been a part of those? Yeah, we played our first teddy bear toss game against London. We were fortunate enough to win. Uh, I think we won 5-2. to two, And uh, it was an insane atmosphere. I, I, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. For just a fun game to be part of. Yeah, it must have been. Because as a rookie, you're never used to <laughs> having 10,000 teddy bears just rain down. <laughs> I know. At first. At first, when we scored, we didn't know we scored. So you just saw one teddy bear, then the ref like put the goal, <laughs> and then then they all just came out, and it was unbelievable. You mentioned that you did win uh, in the shootout. Uh, you know, earlier this interview, what's the solution to the shootout? Because uh, as a goalie, I know I've asked many players this when they're going down and what shootout move they would use. But as a goalie, uh, wh- what do you do? Uh, so uh, we. So we won two shootouts. One one went only three rounds, and then we went in a shootout with Sonia that went in the nine rounds. And it's just kind of it's just kind of a good like a compete. It's just really competing, not letting them score. And so like I like to um I like to watch their speed. And so if I see if you're coming fast, you're gonna either try to go around me, or if you're going slow, you're gonna try to bait me out and uh, like put it through me or put it around me, pick your corner. So if I see you coming in slow, I'm just gonna hold my ground. And then if you're coming in fast, I'm going to match your speed. And, you know, earlier this interview, you mentioned that you are a, now a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. How excited are you for the playoffs on August 1st? I know, I'm, I'm super excited. I, I, I can't believe that they're playing, but, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be the – I think it's going to be one of a tough uh, Stanley Cup to win because uh, everyone's healthy and mm-hmm. everyone's played together, so everyone has chemistry. So I think it's going to be very tough, but it, it's going to be important. Like, I know some players are opting out, like they don't want to play. So it's, it's going to – that's going to play a, a role, too, who's going to opt out and who's not. Yeah, for sure. And like you mentioned, it's going to be one of the most – healthy playoffs in recent history yeah like no one has an excuse like oh our best player was there like no everyone's healthy everyone's rested like it's it's gonna be a tough playoffs and it's cool that it will be in ontario uh one of the hub the eastern conference hub city you know it's just down the 407 and i i just think that's you know really cool for toronto to be named a hub city yeah there's very good like that's good for them i think i mean the I'm, don't get me mistaken, but I think um, I think they have one of the toughest buildings to play in. I know no fans will be there, but still, I feel like it'll be fun for players to be in. 
Well, to, to the fans' point there, like, uh, I know there will be no fans, like you mentioned, but the routine of the Leafs players with it being their home rink kind of still stays the same, you know, because they're living in their own homes, whereas oh, I, uh, teams like Montreal. Sorry? I, I, thought, uh, I thought Toronto has to play in Edmonton so they don't get home advantage. No, they actually scratched that idea. That's what I thought too. But they recently came out saying that uh, Toronto's going to play in Toronto. All the Eastern Conference teams are playing in Toronto. Wow. So, that's, wow. so their, their habits really don't break. They're still eating the same food. They're still mm-hmm. wild. So that's, maybe this is their year. They have a little advantage. Well, I mean, as a Habs fan myself, I hope not. <laughs> you know, the last time the Leafs won the Cup was in black and white. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I see all the best for Toronto because they haven't won one in almost uh, 53 years now. 52? Jeez. Wow. It's older than me and a lot of my Yeah, family. I know, man. <laughs> And, I think. Oh no! Sorry. Go ahead. Their their time is coming. You know, I I think they have solid goaltending. They have solid young players. I mean, they got leadership with Tavares. I mean, it's it's one. It's coming. It's going to come. And I think they're going to be dominant for probably I'd say about three years after they win the first cup. And with this new CBA, actually, the NHL players are returning to the Olympics. Like, how excited does that make you? I know seeing McDavid and Crosby and Patrice Bergeron, all of them marching all on the same team. And, you know, I'm excited to see Jack Eichel, uh, Jack Eichel, Austin Matthews, Zach Lewinsky, all those guys out there on the same. It's, it's going to be fun. That, that should be very exciting. I think it would be one of the more hyped-up Olympics in all time because of all the young stars, that, like you mentioned. I really, yeah, I think it's going to be unreal. Even, like, Team Russia is like, is Ovi still going to be as good as he is now? So yeah, exactly. And then, like, Sweden, Sweden always has a good team. Finland always seems to have a good team. So it, it's going to be fun to watch. And, like, uh, in the season, you know, you had multiple uh, road trips. Who was your roomie on those road trips? Uh, so at first I went, from, I went to Kyle McDonald. And then uh, I think I, at some point I was in my own room. I don't know why I was in my own room. And then after that, me and Kari, we, we started rooming together. And then we started bringing uh, my PS4 and we were playing uh, COD and watching Netflix. That must have been very fun with you and the goalie partner. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. And we, we, always, we always talk about, uh, talk about uh, like our, our gear and like what we want to do next with our gear and what we're going to customize. And it was always fun. Do you, do, did you get the chance to pick your rooms or was it always the coach that picked? Uh, coaches always pick. So the, the, I know the players would change like, frequently like on who your line mate was. Like, on your line, you'll change. But the goal is always seem to stay the same. Well, yeah, I guess uh, to your point there, like, to further it, you know, the goalies need to build up that chemistry, especially you with being a rookie, you know? Yeah, so, like, yeah. So, like, you, he, he, Kari made me comfortable. You know, he, he made me mm. seem welcome. And that, like, we're, we're a partner. Like, we both want the same thing. It's no, there's no reason not to be friends and hate each other. Last question here on the podcast. Uh, thank you again, Xavier, for joining me. Would you have any advice to share with uh, aspiring hockey players that may look up to you? Uh, I'd say, um, uh, you know, just you're out there for a reason. You, you know, just try your best to work hard in practice and uh, stay confident. That's the biggest thing. If you're confident, we might play better than what you think in your head. I'd like to thank Windsor Spitfires goaltender Xavier Medina for joining me on today's podcast. Thank you again, buddy. Thank you.